Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Here we go. Back to Iowa's only local sports show over your lunch hour. Here's Ken and Trent. All right, welcome back. It's the 1 o'clock hour of the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent Connor and myself for another hour. Jimmy B and TC uh, get you home today from 4 until 6 o'clock. Before we get out of here at 2, we will uh, get the lineup of uh, the guest list. Trent, one more on the Vikings real quick. Mm-hmm. And it kind of concerns Case Keenum. My question is to to you, and maybe your, your Vikings friends would, would uh, uh, be better to ask this, but where would they be without him, and why is he not getting more love as far as, I know that's good, it's a, it's a postseason award, but the MVP in the in the NFL does kind of resonate a little bit. I couldn't tell you when it last year, so maybe it doesn't resonate a lot. Mm-hmm. But my point being, it's, it's Brady every year, right? Todd Gurley's getting a lot of love this year. Carson Wentz was... Where would this Vikings team be without Case Keenum when Bradford went down and Bridgewater wasn't back yet? Well, Case Keenum, a veteran guy that has never broken through. Mm-hmm. He's been a starter from time to time, but just not a whole lot there. If you throw in veteran backup X, what would they do? Would the difference be this good? Because it's still a team that is built on the defense. Mm-hmm. The defense. And two really good receivers. Well, and then good tight end. And yeah. the offensive line's better. Yeah. And a running game, even without Solid. Delvin Cook, yeah, Murray's been, been all right. good. Yeah. yeah. McKinnon's been good. So if you just put in another veteran, I don't think this team is all of a sudden 6-10 and 10 and not in the playoffs. So that's kind of where I go. Case Keenum's playing well. Mm-hmm. But what is his value? Because Sam Bradford played really well before his injury. But he too. went down. He went down. If you if they, if you pulled the fifty three guys, who would they say their MVP is? I mean, Harrison Smith is a remarkable player. Xavier Rhodes shuts down a side of the they field. Just, yeah, the linebacker. The they got a lot of guys. There. I mean, that defense is stout. But would the would the defensive guys look over and say that we're not sure we're here without the quarterback? Is Keenum to me? I don't think he gets the. It's the most important position in all of sports. Yes. I agree with you there. And if I, you want to plug in a, you know, I, I don't know, uh, Blaine Brock Gabbard. Osweiler, Blaine yeah. Gabbard, would, I know they wouldn't be with Osweiler, <laughs> so I answer my own question. But if they, but Blaine Gabbard, we'll use your guy, Blaine Gabbard. Yeah. Would, would they be the number two seed overall? No. But, I mean, we can play this game. If you put in Blaine Gabbard for Tom Brady, would they be the number one seed? For Ben Roethlisberger, would they be the two seed? Mm, no. <laughs> so, I mean, in a way, I think it's maybe strengthening your argument, but my argument on the other side is yeah, he's done a great job. Stepping in, I just struggle. MVP? It's not the MVP. He's not the MVP of his own team. Well, well then who is? Xavier Rhodes. Harrison Do you think Smith? so? I think Harrison yeah. Smith would. Harrison Smith, quarterback of that defense. He's so good. Yes. Um, just a great, just a great, great player. Adam Thielen. Thielen's had a great year. Yes. Yeah, Diggs, uh, Rudolph, um, 
Dalvin Cook goes down, the running back. Elf line, position. how important he's been oh, to he's the been interior. Huge. Now, he's a rookie of the best. Yes. Yeah, he's going to get some rookie of the year votes, I would think. So chalk it up right now, 12 years, he'll play for the Vikings. He will. A bunch if, of Pro if, Bowls. A bunch of Pro Bowls, maybe even a Hall of Fame career if he can stay healthy. I, and he was, what, third third round pick, I think? Yeah, it, I think he was. It's baffling. You watched him at Ohio State. Mm-hmm. He's really good. Okay, He's maybe a smidge undersized. A smidge. And that's probably why he went in the third round. Same thing we talked about with Desmond King. How do we go through this year after Stephon Diggs with the Vikings? There's another Vikings example. How does he last to the, to fifth, the fifth round? round. Fifth well, round. he was hurt. Remember, he was hurt at the end of Maryland. Don't think he could combine. I just got a text from my Vikings fan. Adrian <laughs> Peterson's the MVP for getting out of town. <laughs> I like that. That's good. That's good. But we watch college football, and there's these guys, and they just they're good football players, and. They last to the third, fourth, fifth round. Mm-hmm. I, I'm baffled by it every single year. Elf line, I'm like, third round? I understand you're not going to draft a center in the first round, but nobody in the second round looked at that guy and said, all right. He'll now, make our offensive line instantly better. Now we have our center for the next decade. Nobody looked around and saw that. I just, things like and, that and fan bases scratchy. don't. You know what the worst is? When, you're, when your team takes a guard in the first round. <laughs> it's that real With exciting. The, what, the 16th or the 22nd. Yeah. Uh, Offensive guard, or even in some respects, even when you take a left tackle, yes, it's kind of you. You want a skill guy. You want your. You want your uh, whoever's calling the shot. Um, you want you want to see a skill guy walk out there, whether it's Goodell or they've t- passed it off to the second round. If you don't have a first round pick, the concern is though when you draft Corey Davis. Do you think Corey Davis is going to be good? I'm still not sold. I, I'm not either. Yeah, I'm still not sold. That one. Seems like that was scratch. an Al Davis pick. That that should have been the one. The right. one of the guys, the rate or a Matt Millen pick. How's that? Have you heard how the front office is going to work? In uh, speaking of the Raiders, I think Gruden has complete control. Complete control, right? Don't we know that that doesn't work anymore? It doesn't, Trent. It's it's, it's, it's you can't. There's not enough hours in the day to it's do two that. jobs, right? It's two eighteen-hour-a-day jobs. And you want one guy doing that? Mm. The closest that we've seen, at least in recent times, that I can think of is Mike Holmgren when he went to Seattle. And he was so close, and he could never get over that hump. Mm-hmm. They had the Super Bowl and one of the worst officiated Super Bowls of all time. Against that was Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh right? Yeah, yeah. Up in Detroit. Mm-hmm. That thing was a joke. Uh, guy that had played. That was the bus's swan the, song, was it yeah, not? The bus yeah. going home. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And Well, that was a big talker all week long. I remember that. I was sick of talking about uh-huh. that one. And uh, I think I put a kibosh at it. I think after a while, Did I said, no more bus talk. I'm sick of Who talking about it. Who was I working it. with at that time? I don't even was remember. 8006? Uh, yeah, it seems. Maybe I don't 2007. Remember. Probably Martin. Yeah. <laughs> Probably so. I think I was, in fact, I was just getting ready to move here. I was still. Are Doing you? my show in Cedar Falls, graduated, just dinking around, and uh, yeah, I'm sick of bus talk. But that aside, you can't do the job. Mm-mm. It's it's too, too much. taxing. But you also want to have that, you know. It has to be a good relationship too. Can you think of many that has worked long term with uh, like GM kind of the infighting that you hear about in a head coach anymore? Because you know, with Pace getting his job in Chicago, guy that and Nagy that it feels like, all right, these guys at least are on the same. Page. Well, they're they're going to stay together or go out together. Right, right. I mean, Ryan Pace is is he's cast his future with the Bears on his new head coach. If you're Pace, wouldn't you want 
I don't know. I see. I think you're. I don't think you're given. Um, I mean, I know. I'm, I'm, I don't know. I, I assume that. You know, you're kind of jaded a little bit when it comes to your team, <laughs> yes. and there's really nothing that they could do that would placate you or would move your needle to. I think it's going to probably not yeah, short of Bill until, Belichick. I probably yeah, probably not. Right? You would have hated the hated the, the hire. Yeah, short of Bill Belichick is yeah. probably fair. Yeah, or in this case, unfair. But <laughs> right. Right. Uh, but but your but your point's valid. Mark Morehouse coming up. Did you hear anything in the press conference? Read anything that came out of it from? I mean, obviously, we know why there was no depth chart, and there's just too many moving pieces. Yes. Three of them at the linebacker position, a couple of offensive line decisions to be made. I think they got some running back concerns, maybe. You know a guy that, and I can't think of his name, he's out of sight, out of mind. The, the kid that transferred in from New Mexico? Oh, Quarles, Matt Quarles. Yeah, what happened to him? Never saw the field. Right? But you remember how, because when was that, July? It was August. Was it August? It was August. So yeah. it was it was that late, and all of a sudden, this guy kind of fell into their laps. Mm-hmm. And this is what Iowa needs—somebody that can stretch the field. And uh, fortunate to get a guy this late. And then, I mean, it just goes. Sh- I couldn't think of his name. Yeah, St. Louis kid coming back home while well, he played is he in a still triple in the option. program. Yeah, he's still around. <laughs> See, and he's got another year of eligibility, even though he was a grad transfer. Well, he didn't play this year. He didn't, well, but he'd already used his redshirt year. Oh, has he? He redshirted as a freshman. Played. Two years, yeah. Graduated in three years, which is incredible, and then had two years of eligibility. So he'll still be around for next year. And, and, and I've got his. I got the New Mexico 2006 because he caught. Didn't he catch a caught like nine passes? Is that what it was? But he's got some real giddy up, right? Yes. But remember, he wasn't cleared to even practice until you know August 10th. Eleven balls like he that. caught. August 10th, 12th, something like that. So he was so far behind. Yeah, I, I think actually, you know what, because I don't think he was cleared maybe when Ferris, certainly not at Big Ten media days. Right, yeah. And I'm not sure if even That's when the rumors Iowa were starting media. up and, the, yeah, we got the name. and Right, and he's in Iowa City. Yep, but he couldn't practice. Right, I remember that. Uh, we'll take a time out. Mark Morehouse will provide some clarity on that and some other Iowa football issues as Kirk Ferentz held his final uh, year-end press conference. I love the fact that he's done that. It's four years in a row. I wish that policy would be enacted up in Ames because I think the fan base is clamoring for more football mm-hmm. information. Um, and then this has nothing to do with the fact that the basketball program is not uh, having the year that they've had in previous years when maybe it was easier to forget about football. Um, hopefully they will. We'll take a time out. Uh, we'll come back with Mark Morehouse, Cedar Rapids Gazette. Uh, still to come, Mitch Holtis, the voice of the Kansas City Chiefs, as we bid adieu to the 2017 Kansas City Chiefs season. We look forward to doing that with Mitch. It's the Ken Miller Show. Trent Connor and myself are here until 2, as we are every Monday through Friday on 1700 KBGG. Sunday night, Monday night, and Thursday night football from Westwood One, only on 1700 KBGG. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? We'll find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. At the end of 90 days, if you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. 
On behalf of the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention Iowa chapter, thank you for your support in 2017. The Central Iowa Out of Darkness Walk at Ankeny's DMAC campus raised over $75,000. These funds allow our local volunteers to create and maintain support groups for those who have lost someone to suicide, implement education programs in colleges and high schools to prevent suicide, and advocate for new legislation to strengthen mental health care in Iowa. Please check AFSP.org slash Iowa for more information on our 2018 fundraising events, including campus walks and out-of-darkness walks across Iowa. The American Foundation for Suicide Prevention, Iowa Chapter, online, afsp.org Iowa. When it's time to install the cabinets and countertops, pros don't have time to wait around for the cabinets and countertops. So the Home Depot ships on-trend Hampton Bay cabinets and countertops with select finishes in as little as 48 hours. And during our winter kitchen and bath event, pros get 10% off bulk orders of 10 or more. Save time, save money. There's no better time. The winter kitchen and bath event for pros. Going on now at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Valid through March 7th. Showplace Kitchens is now Showplace Cabinetry Design Center. We're changing our name to better represent what we do. What is it, you ask? At Showplace Cabinetry Design Center, we create beautiful, functional environments with cabinetry. Whether it's a remodel, addition, new construction, or even refacing, the designers at Showplace Cabinetry Design Center are eager to help you create a showplace of your very own. Come see us at 3200 100th Street, Urbandale. Hello, I'm Mike Vendell, inventor of MyPillow. My employees and I would like to thank you for making MyPillow possible. Years ago, when I invented MyPillow, I thought I was the only one out there with problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat, I'd flip-flop all night or wake up with a sore neck or headache. So that's why I invented MyPillow. You can adjust MyPillow's patented fill to your exact individual needs to help you get to sleep faster and stay there longer to get the quality sleep you need. I back it with my 10-year warranty and my 60-day money-back guarantee. And now to thank you, I'm bringing back my best offer ever. Buy one of my MyPillows and get another one absolutely free. Go to MyPillow.com or call 800-951-4694 and use promo code Des Moines to buy a MyPillow and get another absolutely free. That's MyPillow.com or call 800-951-4694 and use promo code Des Moines. It's that time of year. The cold weather is here. The Animal Rescue League wants to remind you that unpredictable winter weather can be very dangerous for your animals. And we encourage you to bring them inside this time of year. Animals should not be left in cars and should only be outside long enough to relieve themselves. If you witness a situation where an animal is in danger due to weather conditions, call your local law enforcement or animal control. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that 
that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus, and online at therookiesportscards.com. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back. It's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Still to come, Mitch Holtis, the voice of the Kansas City Chiefs, as we will uh, bid adieu to the 2017 Chiefs season. Right now, Mark Morehouse, Cedar Rapids Gazette. Speaking of bidding adieu, they... Uh, Kirk Ferentz had his uh, season recap press conference yesterday. Mark was there, uh, and he joins us to recap it. Mark, uh, along with Trent, Ken, how are you? Hey, how are you guys? Doing pretty well. Um, you know, a couple of things that really jumped off the uh, the page to me from yesterday. Um, the terms, the glowing endorsement that Kirk Ferentz gave to James Daniels. I mean, Ferentz, an offensive line guy. Uh, and to say the um, in, in the way that he did about his now um, departed uh, center and James Daniels talking about you know even going back to the NFL that he's never seen one with the potential of this kid thinks he could start at guard tomorrow in the NFL those are glowing terms from a football coach who certainly has the resume to back up what he says with regards to, when it comes to offensive linemen. Yeah, James Ferris said something like he does he does things that other offensive lineman can't do. Uh, and to me, I think James is really athletic. He moves really well. Uh, I, I'm not sure, you know, injury-wise, I, I think it set him back a little bit this year. And I think, you know, having, I, I want to say it was a knee, but I, I'm not 100% on that. But anyway, uh, having some injury issues I, this year, I don't think he anchored as well as he usually does. I don't think he was as physical as he usually is. I think that that piece is there for him to go and get in the NFL he gets the power piece and he's, he's going to have two contracts. He's going to have a really nice house. So <laughs> very impressed. Yeah. I was, I was surprised that Farron said that because we're, you're covering a lot of ground now with uh, yeah. Kirk Ferentz when he says things best I've seen. Uh, you're covering a lot, you know, like, uh, you know, he's been coaching since the mid seventies and, uh, uh, or late seventies, I, I guess. And he's coaching, he's coached college football now and football on the highest level since 81. So, that got my attention too, Ken, and and 
I, frankly, I, I think of the two, yes, Josh Jackson's a tremendous player, probably a very – but I think everyone realizes he hit the ceiling. He hit the go button. He hit the ejectsy. James Daniels, I think, is a little harder for people because he's offensive lineman center. The immediate value probably isn't there. But that shows you the power that, uh, to me, it shows you the power of the NFL advisory committees. If they give you the green light, it's time to jump out of the plane and make your money. And uh, <laughs> James Daniels is making that decision for him. I think, I think it's a smart decision. If I have that decision, come back and maybe win 10 or 11 games with the Hawkeyes or make, you know, five, six million bucks or $3 million signing bonus, I think it's a pretty easy decision, man. Well, uh, Mark, in typical Iowa football fashion, the Prig press conference here in January deals a lot with the offensive line. From Daniels to what is coming back, tackles appear to be set. What's his left, which is right. We'll see about that with Jackson and with Werfs. But uh, the interior, questions, what kind of answers did you get from Kirk of what's going to be happening there in the middle? Yeah, there wasn't a lot. I mean, he did talk about center a little bit, and I think the logical, I think what everybody's stuck on right now is uh, Keegan Render moving over. Uh, he did play there this year when James Daniels was hurt in the opener, so there's a track record of that. Um, I think it probably fits his skill sets a little bit better. I think he's a little more powerful guy than quick guy, and so I think center, you know, there's a, there's a shorter space, but the guy's right on top of you. You have no excuse. You can get, you can you don't have to run him down. Uh, so, and so I think that plays to his strengths. But Cole Banward, I thought Ferentz was said some interesting things about him. Said uh, he could probably play guard or center, and uh, they he has that kind of attitude that they want an offensive lineman to have. Now, does that mean playing time next year? I don't know, but maybe. Um, but right now, I, I think Levi Paulson is. I mean, if he's going to be something in Iowa, it's time to do it. And uh, the other guard, who did I have? The other guard. I'm blanking. I'm sorry. Oh, Ross Reynolds. Uh, I think who I thought last year was okay. He, he did. He he was. Uh, uh, he's a, he's on the smaller side for a Big Ten offensive lineman, but I think he he can slide in. I think he can be serviceable. But what really needs to happen, Trent? I think at uh, on the offensive line they have to have great competition because the guys who they're counting on now to take the next step weren't there last year when they were going from seniors to freshmen at offensive tackle. So to me. Uh, get some bodies going to tackle. I thought uh, Scott Docterman yesterday asked a lot about um, Mark Hallenberger. Interesting prod prospect, six six, tall, lanky guy, probably in the two seventy five range now. Maybe I think he could probably fit in at one of the tackles as sort of like the number three guy. Did you? Um, and I I read uh, both you and Leistico both wrote on the offensive line. I got the sense from both of your columns that you guys both felt this that uh, that Ferentz almost had a. A confident sound to what he was saying regarding the offensive line. That sure they got some pieces now that are going to that they're going to have to develop. But it seemed like to me that Ference had a lot of confidence in those guys. Did I read you properly, Mark? Yeah, I think uh, I think he does. Uh, I'm not sure. You know, I'm, I'm not sure where he gets some of it. It's just because these guys are so new, but shows that they they know more about the players. They have a much larger catalog of information on these guys than we do. Um, I don't know. Uh, I, I What holds me back next year from saying next year is a go, an ironclad 10-win season is the offensive line. So I do think if it, that does come together, a lot of other pieces will fall into place. I think the skilled guys will be that much better. I think the running backs, I think the running back is sort of a low-key question mark right now for this team because you know if it's going to be torn young he has some obvious glitches in his game that kept him off the field last year i think vision and seeing 
you know, the, the one thing that running backs need to do, one thing they, they need to make good reads in his own blocking scheme. And so maybe that's coming a little bit too slowly for Torn Young, but he has now, he has nine months to get it figured out and be the guy. So I think the pieces are in place for Iowa to have a, an offense that Iowa likes to have, but they do need some offensive linemen to really come through. Uh, Ference, I thought the biggest thing he said yesterday was that he expects big improvement from these mm-hmm. guys. And uh, uh, to me, that's kind of the key of 2018, the offensive line improving. If they do that, they can control games. They can help maybe keep the defense off the field a little more. And, uh, you know, kind of kind of win the Iowa way, you know, the 40 carries a game and uh, squeezing the other team to death. Mark, uh, one other question at the offensive side, and that is at quarterback. Now, we know Nate Stanley will be the guy, but with uh, Petrus coming in, he's going to be here for spring practice. I think he gets here today, I read. Or something. I, yeah, that sounds right. Uh, of course, you got Peyton Mansell, and then Ryan Boyle still hanging around right now. How is this going to shake out, and, and does Boyle have a real opportunity to be the backup, a local kid that I know a lot of people around here are interested in? I don't think so. Um, realistically, I think the quarterback depth chart is uh, Stanley, Mansell, and uh, Petrus. Uh, I, I, Boyle, I just he doesn't. One of one of these is not like the others, basically. Yeah. And, mm. uh, his skill set, Iowa runs a little bit of read option now. Or at least a look of that, and I think it is just a look. I mean, they run it just to kind of win a step here or there. Stanley is not; they are not going to win the Big Ten West on Stanley's legs. So, uh, the read option is not a thing that Iowa embraces, and I, I imagine that's still probably the strength of Ryan Boyle's game. Uh, I imagine he probably finds a place to run next year where he can actually play. So, I think the realistic depth chart is uh, uh, Stanley. Uh, Mansell and Pet- Petrus, and I think Pe- the real race, I think, is Petrus and Mansell for the backup, and wouldn't be shocked if Petrus won that. Mm, if, that'll be a fun one to watch play out. Mark, uh, what also wasn't a strength was the punting game this year. Um, they they have to address that. Did, did uh, Were any minutes yesterday devoted um, to you know trying to clean that up? Yeah, he talked a little bit about it, but um, I think that they're probably in a little bit of uh, I think the reason why we didn't see a depth chart yesterday is they're get, still getting to know the 2018 Hawkeyes. I mean, yeah, they know what they've done up till now, but everybody will have a different, little bit different role this year, a little bit different expectation. So I'm not 100% sure that, that they are ready to hammer down a depth chart, and I get that. So uh, that was one of the big news items yesterday, and we didn't get into uh, the fact that there wasn't a depth chart. So we didn't get a lot into special teams, and I think that's going to be – I wish we got to see a little more special teams just so we had a little more to dissect between spring and fall. But I think, you know, it'll be a question mark coming out of fall camp. Is Ryan Gersani capable of doing this? Is Colton Rassetter capable of doing this? Uh, I think they've kind of fallen a little bit of love with that rugby punt thing that mm-hmm. uh, Rassetter does. It seems kind of a dangerous thing, but – it's dangerous for both teams. It could hit both teams' players. So I think they kind of like that. I think as long as he can get it off and as long as it's not getting blocked. But uh, you're right, Ken. I mean, there's absolutely I mean, nine months to fix this. There's no excuses. It sounds like the 10th coach, uh, LeVar Woods, something that Ferris has talked about for the whole, you know, since last fall. Uh, LeVar Woods will be the special teams coordinator when they're able to bring the 10th coach on, which probably sounds like it's going to be sometime this spring. So uh, I'm not sure where the 10th coach goes, but. LeVar Woods is going to have some work to do. I thought special teams were okay last year for the most part, except for very visual punts and punt receiving, which were 
not good. We were dead last in the Big Ten. Mark Morehouse, Cedar Rapids Gazette, uh, taking a look around Iowa football. Mark, uh, wanted to get your thoughts. A new group coming in and uh, getting ready to sign in February. What can you tell us about the uh, longest, latest Hawkeye edition uh, guy from prep school out in Connecticut? Yeah, it, it was it's uh, uh, like a uh, Nico Rag. R- R- I'm going to say Ragiani. Okay, Ragini. I'll let you I'm do not it. sure. I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Uh, six footish, one ninety ish. Looks like quick tit, quick twitch type returner type guy. Maybe like uh, Riley McCarron. You know, just quick, smallish, New England Patriots wide receiver typeish guy. Uh, very quick. Um, just looking at his film, he's very quick. Um, and can get downfield and makes plays. I, I think he's got potential. I think Iowa is investing in special teams. And I think this is kind of a special teams guy. I think he's a guy that can groom and maybe be a punt returner, kick returner for a couple of years. Could Matt Quarles take that role? Play that role at least? Maybe? I have no idea, man. I, I'm most. I, I want to see if Matt Quarles is there. Yeah. I just want to see if he's there. Um, what a weird experiment! It really I, was. I, I'm going to just. Cre- I'm going to credit Iowa for going out and getting somebody. I'm going to wonder what, if it was a fit, but uh, hey, they felt like they might have had something there. They went after it. Didn't work out last fall. Maybe there's something in the tank this this fall. Maybe he knows he's on his, you know, got a little, Gorals has got a little better ground this this fall, or he transfers, one or the other. So uh, they'll get they'll get something or nothing out of him. And, it, and it's, it's just, what a weird little uh, sort of sidebar that's kind of going on there. Uh, taking a shot with a graduate transfer thing, which I still think, you know, I think Uyghurs yesterday, I mean, I, Fair saying he's going to be, you know, a fan of Uyghurs at Eastern Michigan. I thought it was cool, and to me, the graduate transfer thing—you served your obligation, you've graduated. It's fair. Go, go, Absolutely. go! Find a place, and I wouldn't be shocked play. if I saw Iowa. I wouldn't be shocked if I saw Iowa find find a couple guys, or one or two. Mm. Expectation level, you know, it felt like through spring football into the summer this year, it was. For the most part, well, they didn't have a quarterback. Six, seven, yet yeah, right in that range. Well, they got a quarterback. Yes, they do. You lose a couple All Americans on the defensive side, but the front looks to be pretty salty. Where do you think the expectations are as we as you bring out your crystal ball and and get us through those long spring and summer months? Where are the expectations going to be overall with this football team? I think right now it feels like everything's kind of following the pattern of the schedules in the in the Big Ten West. I mean, there's always going to be a team that has. They get screwed and has to play every tough team in the Wii East, which was Iowa last year. Nebraska this Wisconsin coming a few year. years ago. Yeah, yeah, Nebraska, right? Did you say Nebraska? Yes, this year is terrible. Yeah, yeah, Nebraska's got they run that gauntlet, and Iowa gets a break this year. Uh, the crossovers are uh, Indiana, Maryland, and Penn uh, State. Penn State. Yep. And at Penn State, that'll be a tough one. I think that'll be a more evenly matched game this year. It was it couldn't have gotten any more evenly matched than it was last year, but. No Saquon Barkley, so I think Penn State comes back to the pack a little bit. Uh, but so Iowa gets that good schedule, and then it gets crossovers. And to me, the crossovers—I don't want to say they make or break. You still have to do your work in the Big Ten West. You're still playing all the Big Ten West teams, but you do have to have some fortune, when it, a good fortune, when it comes to the crossovers. And last year, Wisconsin just made a living off of it, and it was a good team too. I think it probably would have ended up 12 and 0 anyway. But uh, Iowa, you know, took it in the shorts last year. This year. I think to me right now I look at the schedule and I want to say I'm, I, I can see, I can see him getting ten wins. I, I really do think if the running game comes together, this is this would be one of those years where I was favored in nine or ten games. 
Mm. Mark Morehouse, Cedar Rapids Gazette. Mark, my last thing for you. You know, if we were to go back uh, a year from today and we were having a conversation about Hawkeyes that are going to have decisions to make once the season comes to an end with that NFL advisory board submitting their name for information, whether, you know, whether it's time to go to the NFL or what they have to do in order to get better and prepare themselves better for the NFL. I'm not sure we would have come up. In fact, I know we wouldn't have with Josh Jackson, probably not James Daniels. I'm not sure we would have identified anybody. But next year, um, I think we're going to be talking about Anthony Nelson, who submitted his name. Mark, I watched this kid. He gets better every game. I mean, he wasn't even going to start this year. I know Epinesa was really good, and I like Parker Hesse, but I thought the best player on that defensive line game in and game out was Anthony Nelson. His size, another year under Doyle. I think we're going to be talking about Anthony Nelson's decision that he's uh, either going to come back for a senior year or enter his name in the draft. Am I all wet? No. <laughs> Ken, I was happy that he didn't do it this year. Uh, I was looking, I, 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 I walking out of Yankee Stadium, and I, you know, I just talked to James Daniels, and I just talked to Josh Jackson, and I popped in my, and I had this weird panic attack, like, oh my god, I probably should have talked to Anthony Nelson about going to the NFL, uh, but he was too happy. He was too happy. He just came up with a clutch sack. So I was like, you know what? Sometimes, sometimes when you miss an opportunity like that, it's a good thing. So you know, go celebrate. And it doesn't sound like he's leaving this year, so that's good. Although that deadline is uh, January 15th, so it's not over for everybody yet. But anyway, I, I do think he comes back. And, Ken, I think if he has 10 sacks, goodbye. Yep. And uh, you know what? I think Ferentz and company go, yep, you're ready. Go and go. And uh, the guy's 6'7", 260. He'll probably be 270 next year. Um, really knows how to play the game. Uh, he's, he has long arms and he has quick hands. And, it is hard to block him if he beats if he gets his hands on you first. So, uh, yeah, I think at no can you are not wet. Uh, the water is frozen and it's people are skating on it. And Anthony Nelson is a I think you know next year ten sacks. I think it's a no brainer. Mm, speaking of skating on it, our teams collide tomorrow night at the United Center. Mark Morehouse. I know I you know I I, did, I ponied up for that NHL dot com uh, uh, NHL TV. You know, yeah. they, yeah, 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 and I one of the teams that I watch a lot is the Jets, and I, my goodness, they're they are they've got it going, Ken. Boy, I hope so. Fingers crossed. <laughs> I'll have the rug pulled out from underneath you. me. Hey, Mark, great to talk to you. We'll find uh we'll find some topics in the week to come and uh, and buggy again. Thank you, Mark Morris. I appreciate it as always. You bet. Thanks for having me on. Take care. Good to talk to you, Mark Morehouse, Cedar Rapids Gazette, thegazette.com backslash sports for uh, Davis Morehouse. And Halas, I got them all right. You did. Yeah, we don't give Jeremiah Davis the love that he does. No, he's taking no. Doc's place. He's on the road with yes. this uh, the hoopsters. I saw he's uh, traveling to Champagne as yeah. we speak. I bet he is. Hopefully, safely. Really, it's not a f- that's the thing that I think sometimes we miss is the basketball beat guys. Yeah, in the Upper Midwest. Right. No thanks. Whether you're covering driving. the Big Twelve, the Valley, or the Big Ten, that's not a, a lot of thing. driving. To, oh, and boy. in January, February, driving. Yes. Uh, Mitch Holt is going to uh, join us next for the final time this year. Look forward to it. Appreciate what he's done for us, Mitch Holtis. We will put a capper on the Chiefs when we come back. It's the Ken Miller Show, seventeen hundred KBGG. Afternoons, we talk sports on seventeen hundred with Jimmy B and TC Des Moines' savviest sports duo on the Big Talker.
1700 KBGG. Hey guys, Trent Condon here again from 1700 KBGG. We made it. A new year upon us. A happy 2018. I know a lot of people have New Year's resolutions, things you want to improve upon, but a lot of times you need help. If better health is one of your goals in 2018, I have a place for you that has helped me. It's New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness has built a strong history helping one patient at a time. They'll make a program specifically designed for you from weight loss, hormonal treatment, maybe it's migraines, so many things that New Leaf Wellness can help you with in 2018. What I want you to do, give them a call today, 515-650-1358. That's 650-1358. Give them a call. Let's feel better together. New Leaf Wellness, 650-1358. My name is Natasha, and I'm with Coleman Greater Iowa. We've been teaming up with Iowa Wild for five years now to host Pink in the Ring. If you've never been, this is the year. Join us at Wells Fargo Arena on Saturday, February 10th. We'll have lots of giveaways and a silent auction. If you're brave enough, you can get your head shaved or color your hair pink. After the game, don't miss the live jersey auction where you could take home your favorite player's jersey. So come on out Saturday, February 10th at 6 p.m. Wear your pink and help us raise money for life-saving services in our area. For more information and to buy your tickets, go to homeingreateriowa.org. See you there. The world has it out for your floors, from overwatered plants to overflowing dog bowls. But the Home Depot has new water-resistant Pergo Outlast Plus laminate flooring starting at just $279 a square foot. Its 24-hour spill protection stands up to liquids for a whole day, so the world will have to wait. But you won't. The next generation of laminate flooring is here now. Pergo Outlast Plus from just $279 a square foot. Exclusively at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. U.S. only. It's the Martin Luther King event at JCPenney. Come in store to find great deals on appliances that are worth celebrating. Get up to 30% off hot deals on select major appliances. Plus, get up to 30-month special financing on purchases made through January 24th. Plus, earn up to $100 in JCPenney rewards for points earned on major appliances. Hurry in, JCPenney. Offer valid 110 to 124. Available in select stores. Some exclusions apply. GEG, Profile, GE Cafe, and higher limited to 10% off savings. Subject to credit approval, must request a time of purchase. Minimum monthly payments required. See store jcp.com slash appliances for details. Washer Systems of Iowa, blasting grime and saving you time. At Washer Systems of Iowa, we have an experienced factory trained service department and will work on any American made pressure washer. Washer Systems of Iowa featuring Mighty M Industrial Pressure Washers. Mighty M built in Iowa, number one in Iowa. And the presenting sponsor for you and I, head coach Ben Jacobson, each Monday on 1700. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines. Or online, washersystems.com. Start spreading the news. Variety's Black Tie Gala, New York, New York, is set for January 19th. Black Tie is a gala evening emceed by Des Moines native David Anthony Higgins, known for his role in hit television show Mike and Molly. The evening features cocktails, dinner, and dancing. Variety, the children's charity, works to improve the lives of underprivileged, at-risk, and special needs children by gifting bikes, building inclusive playgrounds, providing support to critically ill children, and more. Join us January 19th at Black Tie to ensure all children are able to reach their full potential. Get your tickets for Variety's Black Tie at varietyiowa.com backslash black tie. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. 
all your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. Cap is back. Flag Guy here. We're proud to sponsor the foremost expert on all things Chicago, Dave Kaplan, weekly here on the Ken Miller Show. While Cap has the behind the scenes on your favorite Chicago sports team, we have the flags, Bears, Bulls, Blackhawks, Sox, Cubs. We've got them all. Northwestern, too. I guess they kind of count. Check out our Chicago flags and a whole lot more online at heartlandflags.com. And peep the retail store, too. 3719 Southwest 9th, Des Moines. Trust, quality, value. Just some of the words that have been used by Wolf Construction Roofing customers to describe their experience. Wolf Construction Roofing works on residential and commercial roofing, including single-family and multi-family homes, tear-offs, specialty roofing, and gutters. Wolf Construction has grown into a roofing machine that installs and re-roofs nearly 2 million square feet of roofing each year. Wolf Construction has been given the Super Service Award from Angie's List and is accredited with the Better Business Bureau. Call them today for your free estimate. Wolf Construction Roofing, 515-216-3643. That's 515-216-3643. And online, wolfconstruction.net. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back. It's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Final segment on a Thursday. As we uh, promised, we are going to have Mitch Holtis on one more time as we take a look back at the 2017 Kansas City Chiefs season. I'm going to miss this segment, Trent Conner. I yeah. believe I speak for you as well, but August will be here before we know it. No, it won't. It's no, going to drag. a long time away. <laughs> uh, Mitch joins us. Mitch, Trent, and Ken, thanks for coming on. How are you? Oh, well, hanging in there. It's... Uh... You know, swinging away, that one's hard to take. Yep. Um, trying to get blood back in your face and the rest of your body. Uh, just have a 21-3 to lead, and then mm-hmm. just a lot of peculiar things happen in that game. And going back and looking at the video, honestly, it's one of those games where 10 crazy things happen, and one of them doesn't happen, the Chiefs probably win. That's just kind of the way it was. And But still, um, when people kind of settle down and get over it, which will be a while, they'll realize that the team that the Chiefs have coming back will be one of the top teams in the league returning. You don't have that good a running back, that good a receiver, that good a tight end. Depending on whomever they go with, the quarterback is going to have a chance to be really good. Mm-hmm. And then they've got some good young players on defense to build with. So this will be an exciting team in 2018. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. Even the kicker, Butker, who was was terrific. Yeah. It, it just felt like, Mitch, when the when Mariota you know, catches his own pass and scores, and <laughs> Butker, who doesn't miss, missed. It just seemed like everything that could possibly go against you just seemed to be lining up at one point. It just, you just had that feel like, Oh my God, this isn't going to go their way. Yeah. It's a good point, Ken, but honestly, the chiefs to get to the next step and the next step is challenging every year. Like the Packers have challenged for a long time. Well, the uh, Patriots or the Steelers, they've got to blow through that instead of like having a wily coyote anvil over your head oh, my gosh, here it goes, you're going to go, no, I mean, no, just we're going to go, we've got the roadrunner, we're going to eat it here. So the it, 
it's a little bit of a mindset. Uh, in, I mean, the Mariota play was really bizarre, even more bizarre than just a guy catching his own pass. Because if you watch the play on video, go back and look at it, Darrell Rivas hits the ball and it goes at an angle. Not, It wasn't like straight down or right back to him. It goes at an angle at an oblique at 45 degrees. And Mariota's actually nudged. He's kind of pushed by Kevin Pierre-Lewis on the perfect path where he mm. catches the ball and the path is going to the pylon. I mean, I would love to have some engineers on from <laughs> Iowa State to go, what are the probabilities of this happening at this angle and the physics involved? But that being said, too, and there were, you know, Jeff Triplett gets to call his last game. Yeesh. It was both ways. Yeah, it was real ish. Yeah. Uh, and kind of the reason to go, wait a minute, we should have to challenge this. They spot the ball four yards off. I mean, it was, it was just kind of a strange set of circumstances. But I'm with you. When Bucker, so when Bucker missed the field goal, that's going to make it either 24 10 or if they get a touchdown after the muff punt, 28 to 10, then it's pretty much over because Tennessee, even on the crazy Mariota touchdown, had taken eight and a half minutes to get that done. Well, they were run out of time to do that again. And the missed field goal then gave them field position. They were able to score on that drive as the quarter flipped, and now it was on at five points down. Now you're really thinking, uh oh. So, yeah, there's a lot of that to, to think about. Give us uh, a look at the new-look team going into next year. There will be a lot of changes, obviously, in terms of uh, the players on the field, some decisions that need to be made there. But Eric Bieniemy now taking over as the offensive coordinator. What is that going to entail, in still, in, including play calling, as we saw kind of some back and forth with Andy Reid, and, and what they're losing as uh, Matt Nagy takes over in Chicago? Well, let's take that sequentially. Matt Nagy going to Chicago, Matt's a really bright guy. I think I've tried to emanate that feeling to you guys throughout the fall and I did during training camp even. He's, if, if Chicago now has an infrastructure to allow him to be successful, if Chicago makes the necessary moves as an organization that the Chiefs made in 2012 or 13 to allow Andy Reid to do what he's done in 50, what, three wins in five years, the Nags can be successful. He's that bright. He's a CEO-type Person, man, he could even run one of Donaldson's Papa John's places. He's that sharp. <laughs> okay, then two. Uh, so the enemy comes. The, the other thing would be, you know, the possible retirement here at Brad Childress. Now I know that, you know, you got Viking fans. I know how mixed bag Iowa is, the state of Iowa, and, and Chile's another good offensive mind. And if Chile decides to ride into the sunset, then you've got four eyes that have been on the offense gone. In Nags and Chile. All right. Now, here, enter, enter Eric the Enemy. It'll be a transition for Eric. I'm very excited about Eric the Enemy. Again, Minnesota Viking fans know about him on their staff. A bright guy, fiery guy, tough guy. But here's the adjustment he has to make. He is going from a command sergeant major position, to give an Army analogy, to going into a role now where he's going to be a full bird colonel training to be a general. And that's a we, that's a real big deal. Basically, I would say this. You've got to learn, you're not Patton, you're Eisenhower. And that's the adjustment uh, Eric will have to make. And I'm fully, I'm, I'm very convinced he can do it, but it's still the adjustment he has to make. Um, let me ask you about the Raiders. Uh, just, you know, we go back to last, uh, the offseason, and 
they were going to just waltz right through this entire uh, season and oh, yeah. be anointed as the, you know, give them the Lombardi Trophy in August. Uh, they won six football games. Uh, Jack Del Rio is no longer there. And, if we, I, it, and how I look at it, Mitch, is if I thought there was a love fest last year, it's even going to be worse this offseason. And I'm going to miss John Gruden in the booth. I'm just not so sure that John Gruden going back on the sideline. I mean, let's face it, it was it, it didn't end well. I know he got the Super Bowl with no. Dungy's guys, but... Are you convinced that Oakland's going to have this miraculous turnaround uh, under Coach Gruden? I'm trying to think back when the you try to put the genie back in the bottle, and it's worked. I guess Vermeil to some extent, when he got the '99 Rams title, and that was kind of a perfect mm-hmm. stars perfectly aligned there. Uh, I, I just find it very peculiar, and you're kind of changing direction again. I think they're trying to set this up for '19 and go waltzing in. To Las Vegas, oh, if that's indeed yeah. what they're, you know, but, but still, this team has some issues, and the issues were Amari Cooper had a bad year. They still had now their crow. Remember, they had salary cap room. They had their t- time 13, 14, 15, room, 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 good guys, good guys. Well, they've made some difficult decisions. They haven't made very good decisions. They took Sean Smith off our team and gave him a gob of money, and he's been a, you know, he's not been very good for them. So now they're facing some cap issues. They're also looking at Carr, going, is he the guy everybody thinks he is or we think he is or what is he? And and really, let's compare Derek Carr to Alex Smith. Let's put him side by side. We can go to the Hy-Vee salad bar, put the numbers up there, and we can all discuss it. We can just invite everybody from, I don't know, from Altoona to Johnston to Earlham. We'll all just talk about it because there's really the discussion's going to be somewhat similar. Is what do you have here? What's I mean – so Carr hasn't done anything yet, really, in his career, and yet he's anointed. I know he's a good guy, but he's kind of a Philip Rivers figure to right now to me. And so, to me, with the Raiders, there's more questions than answers going into 18. Very different from the Chiefs. There's more answers than questions. And having Gruden, to me, doesn't seem to feel like an answer. It seems like a bigger question, which you've alluded to, but it's more of a question than an answer. So uh, I was listening the other evening to your show uh, from Hy-Vee, and you know, the mood there, there were still some people cheering in the background, but overall, the, the fan base, another home playoff loss, the frustration of that. Where is the fan base? Is, is, it, is there a chance to get things revved up here, or is it going to have to wait till August to, for people to buy back in? Well, let's take a matter of perspective here, Trent, and think about this. Let's even go back to last week's game. There were 73,000 people at that game there last week. You realize that's going to be 13,000 more than in Pittsburgh this week. And about about the same uh, with uh, Gillette Stadium. So think about that a second. That's right in your backyard here. To have 73,000 at that playoff game, at least 10,000 more than both the Steelers and Patriots. Now, your question is where are they going to be? Are they coming back? I think there's going to have to be a grieving period. Mm-hmm. And it'll go on for a while until about March 1. And March 1 is about the time the NFL calendar starts again. There will be movement. There will be things made, decisions made. And once they realize you have one of the top three young running backs, maybe top three running backs, period, if you take Gurley, Le'Veon Bell, and Kareem Hunt, Kareem Hunt's on your team and he's only in his second year. You have the best tight end in the league in Travis Kelsey, only in his fifth year. You have uh, Tyreek Hill, a wide receiver, top three to five wide receiver. He's in his third year. You get Chris Conley back. You get Spencer Ware back. Um, if you decide to go with Mahomes, he has shown enough to be 
intriguing at least and incredible at best. And then there's on defensive side the Chris Joneses and Reggie Raglins. There hasn't been, I'm, I'm going to say this, and I'm going to try to say this uh, emphatically, but try to do it from an empirical standpoint and not just waving a pom-pom here. I want everybody, you can even disagree with me, but just hear me out. I looked at the young talent returning for Kansas City in 2018, and I went back in history thinking of the comprehensive and where they have them on position, not all on offense, all on defense. You really go back to the early, well, about the 63, 64, 65 period, they played in the first Super Bowl when they were the AFL team. It was a young Mike Garrett and in a, a, a blossoming Lenny Dawson and a young Otis Taylor and a young Buck Buchanan and a young Willie Lanier and a young Bobby Bell. Those guys all went to the Hall of Fame. Yeah. This, is the, this is the comparative time in history. If you look at this much talent coming back who are just getting started in their career, guys, this isn't the end of anything. It may be the beginning of something. And you never mentioned Peters. And if he gets his act together and another year older and matures, I mean, he's a star. I think he's um, he's, well, he's incredible. He, he really he, is. He's probably is the most explosive corner in the league. He just has to decide, Ken, he can't go off the rails. Right. He's got to stay on this for a five-month period. But that game, he played as hard in that game as maybe anybody the Chiefs had. He wanted to win that game in the worst way, even to the point of thinking he had stripped the ball from Gary Henry when they were running the time mm-hmm. out of the game, and the Chiefs pick it up and run it in. Well, didn't want to play it. The point is, he was playing to the end. Now, he cannot do what he did in October, early November, and just kind of come unglued. He's going to have to prove that he's a worthy teammate. But, man, when he is focused and that dude is on, he's probably the best corner in the league. He's a terrific player. Mitch, listen, I, I can't tell you how much I enjoy this segment every Thursday. I can't wait for August. Uh, it uh, it uh, scratches my football itch on a weekly basis. Yeah. Thank you to Papa John's. Thank you to you uh, for doing this for yeah. us, Mitch. I mean that. I, I, I can't wait to do it again. Well, I, I feel the same with you guys. we got a ton of fans in Des Moines. I get up there a lot, even basketball in the offseason, and I do appreciate the Donaldsons. I know I've said that for years, but they're, they're incredible people. They're just such an asset for the whole state, and they're managers, too. Uh, but we'll stay in touch. And, uh, and, yes, I look forward to our daily training camp reports when that cycles around in uh, late July, early August. You know, and if you're bored at any point and you just want to talk, Chiefs, we'd love to have you, Or Mitchell. even some hoops. No, we can do that. We'll pop on. We can. It's probably good to pop on draft time or after this flurry of free agency or once the Chiefs make a quarterback decision. Yeah, we can do all that. I look forward uh, we'll to stay it. on it. Thank you, pal. Yep. Appreciate it, Mitch. Good to talk to you. Mitch Holt is the voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, in all sincerity, I love this Chiefs conversation. Yeah. You know, I don't like the you're team. A, you're a Broncos fan. Right. Yeah. It's good, it's good, good inside football for, to me anyways. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Uh, what do you and Jimmy B have today from 4 until 6? Oh, we got a busy show today. We got Adam Kramer stopping by, kegs and eggs, mm-hmm. put a cap on college football. Zubin Mahente will be here today. Uh, Ken Silverstein will talk some Big Ten. We got Derek Peck on the Hawkeyes. Isn't there a good Big Ten game tonight? Maryland, Ohio, Ohio State. State. Yes, yes. And uh, Illinois, Iowa. That's well, a good one. No, but there you go. Go ahead. Uh, Illinois with confidence. You're taking Illinois. I'm going to say, you know what? Get, let's get the Hawks off the schneid. Somebody's got to win a game out of the public schools, mm-hmm. right? Well, you'd think. It's There's coming. no way there's an 0-18 and 0-18 Baylor and 0-18. Baylor plays Iowa, hosts Iowa State. The Panthers have who next, you know? Uh, not offhand, no. I don't either. Yeah. Um, 
That's what happens when you go 0-5 to begin. I know. we got to get Gary Ryman next week at at some point as well. All right, that's going to do it for today. Jimmy B and TC get you home. Thanks to all of our guests. We appreciate them coming on. Uh, Wade Looking Bill was here. Vinny Iyer was here. Mark Morehouse and Mitch Holters. For Trent Conn and Ken Miller, thank you for listening. We're back tomorrow at noon on the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Your home and away voice for UNI football, 1700 KBGG. When you hear Washer Systems of Iowa, you think about pressure washers. The Washer Systems of Iowa does so much more. Industrial floor care equipment, waste oil heaters, water heaters, accessories and parts, washers, used equipment, along with repair, preventative maintenance, and operator training. Selling and servicing commercial cleanup equipment for 29 years. Washer Systems of Iowa. And the presenting sponsor for you and I, head coach Ben Jacobson, each Monday on 1700. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast. 14th Street in Des Moines or online washersystems.com At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Greater Des Moines Habitat for Humanity's new Restore is now open in Urbandale. Donations of home improvement items to Restore are sold to the public to support Habitat's mission of building homes, communities, and hope. So donate, shop, and volunteer at your nearest Restore on East Euclid or in Urbandale. It's Aaron's January Jumpstart. Jump into a new lease for just $5 when you sign up for Easy Pay. Yes, just $5 with no credit needed and free delivery and setup. Get a washer and dryer, a brand new TV, or jump into a beautiful bedroom or living room set. But hurry, this offer is from the 11th to the 15th. So jump on over to Aaron's and get started with just $5 when you sign up for Easy Pay or visit Aaron's.com during Aaron's January Jumpstart. Transaction advertises a rental purchase agreement. Some restrictions apply. See store for details. So now that you've chosen the paint, the vanities, and the bathroom tile, you still can't decide on the faucet. Let the Home Depot make that easier by saving 10 bucks on the sleek, modern, exclusive Moen Genta. And right now, it's only 89 bucks. How's that for easy choices? The exclusive Moen Genta, now just 89 bucks during the winter kitchen and bath event at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Valid through March 7th, plus supplies last. Are you in the mood for real, classic, homemade Italian food? Well, I have the spot for you. It's Villaggio. Two locations. The newest location in Urbandale, 2675 100th Street. The original in Norwalk. Classic dishes like cavatelli, spaghetti, lasagna, and vodka rigatoni. Top-notch pizza and awesome sandwiches. A great happy hour and Italian done right. Villaggio. Start spreading the news. Variety's Black Tie Gala, New York, New York, is set for January 19th. Black Tie is a gala evening emceed by Des Moines native David Anthony Higgins, known for his role in hit television show Mike and Molly. The evening features cocktails, dinner, and dancing. Variety, the children's charity, works to improve the lives of underprivileged, at-risk, and special needs children by gifting bikes, building inclusive playgrounds, providing support to critically ill children, and more. Join us January 19th at Black Tie to ensure all children are able to reach their full potential. Get your tickets for Variety's Black Tie at varietyiowa.com backslash black tie. It's that time of year. The cold weather is here. 
The Animal Rescue League wants to remind you that unpredictable winter weather can be very dangerous for your animals, and we encourage you to bring them inside this time of year. Animals should not be left in cars and should